Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Jazz dominate the Atlanta Hawks. This is the Hoops Nerd Post Game Show. Nice win for the Utah Jazz. They come into this game against an Atlanta Hawks team that I was interested to see how the Jazz would match up with. We all know Trey Young and what he is, what he does. All-star caliber player who who can light it up and also can just like get points for his teammates. He's been struggling recently, but I was wondering, I was a little worried that Trey Young was going to come into this game and just dominate Utah uh, because Utah has really struggled to to kind of guard some of these high scoring perimeter players, mostly guards really, you know, because Donovan Mitchell's defense this season has not been as, as, as nice as you would have liked it to be, but he had some nice moments tonight, at least a steal or two, but just talking about the Hawks, can I just tell you guys, uh, Hawks fans and, you know, let me know in the comments, your thoughts on what I say here, but can you please give the jazz John Collins? Uh, if you're not going to sign him to a big contract, I would love for Utah to do that. Could you please trade him to the Utah Jazz? Because he's really, really good. He's really, really good. (laughs) I don't know why the Hawks have not re-signed John Collins. It makes no sense to me. I know he's not a defensive monster, but offensively, he's fantastic. His ability to shoot the three at like a 40% clip, his ability to get buckets from the post. I mean, he's he's a mid-range shooter as well, so he can score at all three levels. And then he's a lob threat because he's super athletic and will just dunk the ball on anybody. This guy is amazing. And even tonight, they went small and had him playing center and doing some spot center time to try to catch up when the Jazz were routing uh, the Hawks in the third quarter. He's just a really versatile offensive player. I don't know how good he'll ever be on defense, but man, offensively, he's interesting, athletic, uh, strong. I just like him. And he was born in Utah. So can you trade the Jazz, John Collins, please? I would appreciate that. Let me know who you would like the Jazz to give you in the comments if you're willing to do that because I I covet John Collins. He's really good. Tonight, Trey Young uh, was not very good. He's really struggled. And some of that is because he's just having struggles this season. His three-point shooting is a little below 30% for the year. But also Utah went into this game with a game plan of double teaming him to get the ball out of his hands and to get it into the other players. And there were times where it even created turnovers and things like that. The more the Jazz just got him out of his rhythm and they really, you know, it really messed him up. And and a player who's slumping like Trey Young to get him out of his rhythm, it just there was just no way he was going to get on track. And I don't know if he's dealing with some sort of nagging injury or something like that but tonight he just didn't have it uh his stats tonight really not good uh trey young tonight uh one for 11 from the field 0 for 10 from three he was a minus 17 he was not good he did have seven assists to his credit so that's nice uh set up some capella shots and things like that john collins but he struggled to shoot the ball and when he's not able to shoot the ball his size uh, on the defensive end makes him a liability. So for the Hawks fans, when when uh, Trey Young is great, it's fun and they're an elite offense. When he's not, 
it's rough because the defense is just not good enough and he just doesn't do enough on the offensive end to make up for that loss on the other side so rough stuff for Trey Young uh I really, I, you know, t- let me know what you think of DeAndre Hunter. I, he's one of those guys. I need to watch the Hawks more and just get an, a better idea of who he is. Uh, six for 13 from the field. Jury's still out for me on him. Cam Reddish. Uh, I like Cam Reddish. I don't know how good he is. Uh, defensively, I don't know. I just don't know. Hawks fans, let me know. But tonight he shot it really well. I like his shot. I like his size. I like the tools. I like everything he brings to the, to the field. I just, I just don't know yet. And maybe that's just all it is with the Hawks is that they're young. You know, they're just a young team and young teams make mistakes and young teams struggle to defend. So it might just, and I know the Hawks want to make the playoffs. So maybe they've got some trades coming up at the trade deadline. We'll see what happens for Utah. Lots of things to be happy about. One, uh, Donovan Mitchell was, uh, just a beast tonight. Absolutely a monster. Utah had, I mean, this score was bad and Utah really routed him at the end, but there were times where it was close and you had, uh, Donovan Mitchell hitting big shot after big shot when it really mattered tonight, six for 10 from three, 60%. That's, that's just fire. That's incredible shooting. And he was also dishing the ball for assists. He had multiple times where he kicked it out to Boyan Bogdanovich who has really struggled. He really struggled tonight, except for some of his spot up threes. You actually look at Boyan's numbers, six for 12 from the field. That's actually really nice. Uh, that's stuff he's getting set up on because the things he was like trying to create on his own was not good. So the more you can set Boyan up with playmaking from Donovan Mitchell, uh, Royce O'Neal, and and uh, Mike Conley, the better. Royce O'Neal, by the way, he's become a really nice player. His playmaking and his ability to dish the ball tonight, six rebounds, five assists for Royce uh, and seven points. I mean, he's putting up like a 6-6-6 stat line every night. That's weird. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. The dragon, we should call him because of the stat line. <laughs> I hope he doesn't average that, by the way. That's super weird. And I don't know if I like talking about that. But that makes me feel weird. Knock on wood. Hey, oh, yeah. Let's get that weirdness out of here. But anyways, I'll take those stat lines where he's getting rebounds, assists, and points. It's... <laughs> That's actually really crazy. But anyways, Royce O'Neal's passing, shooting, rebounding is just become really incredible. And it's fun to watch. And he moves the ball. And I did not expect Royce O'Neal to become this playmaker on offense. And we know that he's a good defense defensive player. And his rebounding has increased this year. So Royce O'Neal has kind of become that power forward Utah has always wanted. So maybe Utah doesn't really need John Collins. Just have Royce O'Neal play that position. And maybe Utah can find ways to improve along the edges or in, some, in other ways. Uh, you can, what can you say about Mike Conley? Mike Conley has been one of the top players in the league uh, as far as advanced analytics. And just statistically, he has been dominant. And he has just figured out how to play with Rudy Gobert. He knows how to take those picks from Rudy and get open threes and, and make them. And he is playmaking. He's hitting shots. He looks comfortable. This looks very sustainable because he's not playing a ton of minutes. And it's not like super physical. Tonight, 27 minutes for Mike Conley. And in that time, 15 points, 8 assists, uh, 4 steals for Mike Conley. How about that? And 4 rebounds. Uh, He's just playing out of his mind. Him and Donovan Mitchell, you know, right now are one of the best backcourts in the NBA and no one's talking about it. They're playing so well. And four four game win streak uh, tells you everything you need to know. Rudy Gobert uh, had a nice bounce back night. That free throw shooting from him is still a little worrisome. Three for six from the free throw line, but that's, I guess you'll take it. 
I wish he would just get better at that because Rudy, that's one of the quietly good things about Rudy that, you know, people didn't really talk about a lot is he's a 60 to 65% free throw shooter at times close to 70. And that's where a lot of offensive efficiency comes from him. So he needs to get that back up. Rudy needs to be making 60 to 70% of his free throws. And he will, because he's done it before. We know he can. For some reason, he's been slumping. But he'll get better. As soon as he does, that'll be fantastic. Uh, Derek Favors backing up Rudy has been uh, just so good this year. Uh, Like, you can't say enough about how good that has been. And the upgrade from Tony Bradley to Derek Favors is the reason that Utah is one of the top uh, two teams in the Western Conference straight up um jordan clarkson had a really rough first half and it's crazy how he ended up with 15 points because his first half was rough but then the second half he just exploded and that was part of why the jazz went up by 30 and that's you know that's jordan clarkson he's uh sixth man of the year it's not close he's been amazing and utah really did well tonight with a struggling boyan a struggling jordan clarkson and they still won this game pretty easily you know, when Boyan, Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell are all playing at their peak, which it's looking like they're figuring it out. Whoo! Offensively, they look exciting. They look very exciting. Guys, that's all I got to say tonight. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. We'll be doing live chats. I didn't do one tonight because my internet speed was really slow. And I know I get some complaints. So we did an old school upload. Hope you're okay with that. But guess what? Membership's coming soon. Soon. They will be soon. And they will be fun. Guys, like and subscribe, hit the the bell. I will talk to you later with the frequency.